This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Hello, this is Lord Mayor Sally Cap. You are listening to Saturday Magazine on Joy 94.9. Our community is strong. Make Joy even stronger and become a member. Joy.org.au. That's right. Become a member. And, you know, being a member of Joy, excuse me, helps keep us on air. And, uh, you know, Equality Australia, become a member of Equality Australia. Good morning, Anna Brown, CEO of Equality Australia. How are you? I'm well. Good morning, Macca. Nice to talk to you. I um, and, and sorry, I stole. A, we stole a few minutes of our time we're going to have with you with Zoe, but uh, hopefully um, we're going to talk, you know, we want to talk about the situation in New South Wales, Anglicare New South Wales, and I do need to differentiate between Anglicare New South Wales and particularly in Victoria. Anglicare in Victoria is uh, a joy sponsor and supporter, but they have a, a policy very, very firmly in favour of same-sex adoption. We have the situation, Anna, where Anglicare New South Wales made a decision not to uh, place uh, an Indigenous child with uh, the child's maternal aunt because that maternal aunt was in a same-sex relationship. What WTF, please? What's going on here? I know it's um, it's really appalling uh, case and came to light through um, media reports of, of the case itself before the Children's Court. Mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't even that the Anglicare service provider didn't even assess the aunt as a um, suitable carer and, and instead placed the child with a non-Indigenous heterosexual couple um, on the basis that the aunt was in a same-sex relationship, presumably against the beliefs of um, the Anglican Church. We do know that Sydney Anglican Church is one of the most conservative um you know, parts of the Anglican Church in Australia. Uh, so maybe that explains the difference between Victoria and South Wales. But in any case, the situation is, um, you know, what, just disgraceful. And, uh, you know, we can't have a situation where laws in New South Wales allow, allow these children and their welfare to be jeopardised. And um, we, sadly, in New South Wales are well overdue uh, to reform our discrimination laws, um, something that Victoria managed to do a couple of years ago to um, fill in many of the gaps in protection for LGBTI people in situations like this, including in situations like this, but also in um, religious schools and other religious settings. So what's the, has the New South, you know, have have, uh, Equality Australia, have you spoken with the New South Wales government about this happening and, you know, the fact that it's state-based laws that allow it to happen. I mean... Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, tell us. Well, absolutely. We, we've um, continued to raise our concerns with the New South Wales government. The, it, in the lead-up to the election last year, the um, Min's, now Min's government, but then opposition made uh, commitments to banning conversion so-called therapy or we say practices yeah because uh, obviously it's not no, any it's not, kind of legitimate it's therapy. not therapy plugging someone um, into a powerpoint is not very helpful either no um but also uh 
to review New South Wales anti-discrimination law, which is now lagging so far behind other states and territories that hasn't been the act hasn't been looked at for decades. So um, there's a review underway, but we'd like to see the New South Wales government make a commitment right now to ensure you know, to give our communities the comfort that they will be protected from discrimination in when they're accessing services from faith-based service providers, um, going to work, going going to school. Um, New South Wales has the broadest exemptions for, that allow schools to discriminate against children, um, not just religious schools, but any independent school. And, you know, we're in 2024 now, and mm. it's a really long overdue um, unfinished business in this state. So uh, we're hoping that, you know, we've got Mardi Gras upon us and around the corner and um, you know that's when governments and politicians like to march with our community and re- our, our call to the men's government and to politicians and parliamentarians is to walk with us every day of the year and to stand up for equality and to make sure these arcane laws are removed from the statute books and people can access services with their lives free of discrimination and harm. Anna, it's Paul here. I just have a quick question for you. Do you get the sense after spending so long in opposition that the Labor men's government has become somewhat risk-averse to social justice issues like this? Um, Well, I think they're certainly taking a long time, and that's really disappointing um, that, that, you know, it's been now... It was Sydney World Pride and it was the lead-up to the state election yeah. and the were made then and we're yet to see a bill um, introduced into the parliament. There's been discussions, consultation, um, but there's there's nothing stopping the, the Premier from making a commitment today to change these religious exemptions, for example. So the conversion practices, commitments being made, that, that we're waiting for the bill to be introduced, but in this area, in this area of religious exemptions, there is a review underway um, for the entire Anti-Discrimination Act in New South Wales. That's a, that's a significant, large piece of legislation. Uh, mm. We call on the Minsk government, and we do call on the Minsk government to act swiftly and commit to changing these religious exemptions, removing these gaps in protection for our community. And that's able to be done um, before that review is, is complete because this is an urgent mm. issue that really causing harm to the community, including this um, this child and um, her aunt. And the thing is, Anna, they're not unaware... Sorry, the gender of the child, their yeah. aunt. Yeah. And the thing is, they're not unaware of it. And, you know, when a, a, effectively a service provider is acting as an agent of the government, they're legally discriminating on the basis of someone's sexuality. The men's government need to say... Okay, there's reviews, and but they need to say whether they support this or whether they don't. It's a pretty simple question, Premier. Do you support discrimination on the basis of someone's sexuality? It's a simple yes or no question. It's not nuanced. It's yes or no. And yeah. I know you guys, uh, you know, Quality Australia are working really hard on this, as is Alex Greenwich and a whole lot of other MPs. But it just really, really annoys me that New South Wales is such a laggard in this area. Um, and it's, um, it's also, so it's, you know, we 
Sydney hosted this incredible global event yes. last and um, so there is a lot of catching up to do. There has been, you know, some positive commitments made that we, we are eager for progress and really calling on the government to act. The, and I should say the Premier, um, Chris Min, did come out um, last year in support of a, a, a teenager, a, a same-sex couple that wanted to go to their school formal but um, were pre- prevented from doing so by a, um, a religious... Um, uh, high school, mm. secondary college. Uh, so he came out in support of Abby very quickly and publicly. So that was very welcome. So I think um, it's really important that um, you know that those principles applied yeah. you know, across the board to young people, old people, anyone um, that's living, working, studying, accessing services. They should be free to do so with dignity and respect. Yeah. Look, unfortunately, we're out of time, Anna. Thanks for taking the time to talk to us, and and I know you'll continue your advocacy here, as will uh, you know Alex Greenwich and a whole lot of other MPs. And it's really important. And yes, you know, let's acknowledge that the Premier has made some really positive statements in the past, but you know, talk's cheap. Get on with it. Like seriously, catch up with the other states at least. If you don't want to set the benchmark, but catch up with the other states, I think. There you go. <laughs> Thank you, Anna. I was just about to jump in there. No, no, you can... You can, you can uh, that was a concluding you, remark. A concluding... Yeah, yeah but, you can... Uh, certainly would like South Wales to catch up. Yeah. Also, it, I should... I, I wouldn't be doing my job if I didn't mention the... We need to reform our federal discrimination laws and close the gaps there as well. So um, we've got an Australian Law Reform Commission report due to be handed down and tabled in, or tabled in Parliament sort of later in March um, and we'll be, um, again, urging the, as we have done for many years now, urging the Federal Parliament to uh, remove the exemptions in the Sex Discrimination Act that allow this similar type of discrimination um, against LGBTI people uh, across the entire country. So I agree. Um, there's lots of work to do and please, if people want to get involved, um, jump online and and um, join our mailing list and you too can be part of creating change and making making this overdue reform a reality. Absolutely. Thank you, Anna Brown, CEO of Equality Australia. Have a lovely weekend. Happy Mardi Gras and all the stuff that's uh, coming up. We're going to be uh, speaking with uh, Max Pick, Uh, after 11 o'clock news about some uh, really great stuff that's happening at Mardi Gras. Thanks again for your time, Anna, and for your work. Uh, We're coming up to the news, and after the news, we've got another full program. Um, You know, sometimes, Paul and Liam, I wouldn't say I despair, but I get really downcast at the battles we continue to have to have I actually want to, uh, I think I'm going to create some T-shirts <laughs> which will have the dec- dictionary definition of equality on it and send it to a whole lot of politicians, perhaps with another comment under it as well. Mm. But, you know, it's not, they talk about equality and I'm talking about across the political spectrum. But at the end of the day, what are they afraid of? What they're afraid of is a whole lot of knuckle-dragging right-wing ratbags that for some reason 
oppose equality, and particularly with, with regard to our community, um, you know, some of them obviously clearly have some issues they haven't dealt with themselves. But, mm. you know, politicians are there to represent the electorate and look at how the electorate voted on marriage equality. I'm not calling it same-sex marriage because it was marriage equality. And how the electorate has voted on some other things and, unfortunately, how the electorate voted on the voice. And there's a whole lot there to unpack that I'm not going to start today. But the Australian electorate is overwhelmingly progressive and politicians always want to side with people that don't want a progressive society, that want to discriminate. And I, you know, I sometimes really struggle with it. And sometimes when you speak to these people, and I spoke to a whole lot of politicians in the last couple of weeks, that I would put in that camp. Yet when you speak to them one-on-one, -on -one, they're very engaging and they, you know, they listen to your arguments and they, you know, almost agree with you. Then, you know, next thing they get in front of a microphone, off they go. Mm. Off they go. Perhaps one day I should talk about some of the things they say behind the scenes, but no, I can't because <laughs> that's not fair. Maybe a book at some stage, Mark. Mm. Well, you mm. know, I do keep a diary. <laughs> and, uh, Handy a lot of, to know. <laughs> you know, so perhaps when I fall off the perch <laughs> and uh, someone publishes it, it might make, might make for interesting reading. May not. Mm. Uh, anyway, uh, you are on Saturday Magazine, Joy 94.9. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.